you, Lord. Just want to share with you for a few moments this morning. We're going to continue responding and singing and in worship. I just want to share with you this morning on the value of worship. And in particular, I just want to talk about a couple heart postures as well as as really what happens when we sing to the Lord and as we sing and worship Him. This past week, I had the opportunity to be in Montreal uh, with a number of our pastors from the Pentecostal assemblies. We were gathering together and part of that was a conference that we were attending. It was right downtown Montreal, just off St. Catherine Street. And So I walked into one of the services, I heard a song, and it was a familiar song that that we sing here, and as I found my seat, I found myself kind of just singing it without really thinking about it. But then the worship leader transitioned the song, and they began to sing it from uh, English originally, and then they began to sing it in French. And as she began to sing it in French, uh, it just grabbed me in a new way. It just became fresh to me, and as I followed along along on the, the lyrics, and I don't really know French very much. I know a few words, but it, it just kind of struck me as something new and something fresh, and I began to value the song again. And as I was reflecting on this this past week, I felt like the Holy Spirit just say to me, you know, sometimes, it was just reminding me that sometimes we can see worship just as something we do. It's even when we come to church, oh yeah, I know this song, or it's familiar to me. And sometimes we can get even familiar in how we worship the Lord, where it, it loses at its meaning. And I, I, I believe about you and me that we don't, we don't mean that. We just, it's just what happens sometimes. We, we get comfortable, we get familiar. And I feel like the Holy Spirit just say to me that he wants to pull me and he wants to call us as a church just to a fresh experience uh, in worship, in worshiping him and what it means to worship him. Eight or nine times in scripture, we see this phrase, to sing unto the Lord a new song. And sometimes a new song is an old song. It just becomes fresh again because of what the Holy Spirit is doing in that moment. And that's my heart today and my cry for us as a church that we would sing a new song. The psalmist David, he made it personal. He said, I will sing a new song to you, O God, Upon a ten-string harp, I will play to you. I will play to you. I will play to you. I want you to, if you could put that scripture up on the screen. I want you to see this word, I will play to you. As I read that, something really just gripped my heart. And that word, I will play to you, just jumped out at me. And a lot of the translations translate it, I will praise you. But when David worshiped before the Lord, there was another occasion where he worshiped before the Ark of the Covenant and the presence of God, and and he began to worship, the Bible says, with all his might. And he just began to express from the deepest part of his heart who he, how much he loved God and, and how much his presence just meant to him, and to the point where he just didn't care what anybody else thought, even his wife, Mikkel. His wife, Mikkel, was getting upset at him and saying, you're embarrassing yourself, you're embarrassing me. And David was like, you know what, you, you haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get even more indignified. You're, you're a little bit worried about my, you know, my ephod coming off and my shoulders showing to the maidens. I'm telling you, I'm going to play before the Lord. And this is what it says in the, in the King James. 
in the King James, I like, I like how it says it right here. It says, David said, he said, I did this before the Lord. I did this not for you, not for anybody else. I did this before the Lord. And he says, therefore, will I play before the Lord? I think part of experiencing a newness in worship, a new song from our heart, a, a new expression of worship coming from our lives is that we just play before the Lord. And that word play actually right there, it, it, it speaks of celebrating. A lot of the translation is I will celebrate. It means laughing. It means freedom. Here's what it also means, this, this word in the original language. It actually means like a taunting. There's like a taunting to, to the enemies of God. So David, as he's playing before the Lord, he's like, I'm just playing before God. And enemy, you are suffering as I'm playing. Enemy, you are being defeated as I'm just playing, as I'm just worshiping, as I'm letting a new song just arise from my heart and my spirit. I'm playing before you, God. I don't have any care in the world. I'm just playing. I'm just a kid in your presence. And I feel like the Lord just wants to reignite that in your heart and in my heart and in us as a church. It's like our, this, this morning I looked over and my little uh, nephew, Emmett, the dance team was up here and some of you were doing your best to do a couple moves. I saw you. That's good. Emmett over here, he had these little lights on the bottom of his shoes and he's doing ninja kicks for the Lord. He didn't care. He's just like, I'm just here worshiping Jesus. I'm just playing in the presence of God. And as David was playing, there's this play. There's this, there's this newness and, and it, it's like taunting the enemy. It's like scorning the enemy. Like, as I am just in God's presence, I'm receiving victory. And do you know that as we worship, there's that play that God wants to bring to us, that freshness. We're not doing it for other people. We're doing it for Him. It's kind of like that game you played when you were just a little kid. Do you remember? I don't know what age that is in elementary school, but my dad can beat up your dad. Do you remember that game? my dad can beat up your dad. No, my dad's stronger. No, my dad's stronger. Well, this is kind of like my God can defeat the enemy. And I'm just going to play. I'm just going to be in his presence. I'm going to sing a new song to the Lord. So how do we approach worship? Let me talk about just a couple postures this morning I want to remind us of. First of all, that childlikeness. It's that play. It's that childlikeness. Somebody says you don't grow older. You actually just stop playing at some point. You just stop playing. Holy Spirit, would you just make us like children again in your presence? My hunger and my cry is, God, as we're a worshiping church and we talk about the value of worship, that, God, we would, we would be like children in your presence. That's why we dance. Children have incredible humility before God. Let's make that our prayer today as we continue to worship. Oh, God, make us like children in your presence. Give us that place of humility before you. Another posture is that we focus on God. It's not ourselves. That's a posture that we come to worship the Lord with. Every time we gather as a church, Michael already touched on it, that it's not about consumerism. Worship is not for you or for me. It's for the Lord. And I've got caught in this as well. It's like, how was that church service? I, you know, visiting a church. Yeah, I thought the worship was okay. I kind of liked the worship. And I feel like the Holy Spirit convicted me one time. I was in the middle of a conversation going, I kind of like that worship. I kind of don't like that. And I feel like the Lord just say, since when is the worship for you? 
It's not about me. And our posture is, it's God-focused. It's not self-focused. As we come before him, we come like children. We come focused on him. So here's what happens when we sing. It's powerful. And we've been making declarations this morning about singing. And as we sing, spiritual atmosphere, the spiritual atmosphere changes. We don't just come to church to sing as a warm-up before the sermon. We sing, and as we sing, and as we dance, we are declaring things that are not as though they are. We are actually shifting spiritual atmospheres over our families, over our businesses, over our city. We're shifting the atmosphere. Jack Hayford says this about David and his kingship. It says it's not a coincidence that the widest expressions of the territorial expansion of the nation of Israel and the widest expansion of music in the worship of God coincide in the leadership of David. And so as we in the church grow in the expression of worship, we too will experience an expansion of the territory of God's kingdom, pushing back the kingdom of darkness. Amen. And this is what happened. King David brought worship. The people of God have always been a singing and a dancing people. But David brought worship to a new level to the people of God, that it became part of who they were. It was, it was intentional. It was, it was a new level. And as worship rose in Israel, the expansion of Israel was pushed. The enemy was pushed back, and the expansion of Israel took place. And as the people of God move forward, then we expand the kingdom of God as we worship. In 2 Chronicles 20, King Jehoshaphat, he was the king and the enemies were coming around the people of God and they fasted and they prayed and God gave Jehoshaphat, uh, gave him a strategy to come against the enemy. And rather than relying on other armies to help them, they sought God and God said to them, sing and the enemy will be defeated. Sing and the enemy will be defeated. And this is what happened. They began to sing. As they began to sing and praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. God is setting ambushes against the enemy over your life as you sing and as you worship. And this is what happens when we sing a new song unto the Lord. This is what happens when God brings us to that posture of childlikeness before him, and the focus is not me, it's on him, that the enemy is defeated. This is what happened. The enemy was defeated. The enemy turned on itself, the Bible says. The three armies came against themselves and and basically eliminated themselves. And it took the people of God three whole days to plunder all of the jewels and all of the the, the wealth. from the. It took them three days. They couldn't even do it in one day. They had three days. Look at all this material possession now that we have. So not only will the enemy be plundered, But the prosperity and the goodness of God will follow the people of God as the enemy is plundered. This is is something to get pretty motivated about. I'll tell you, as darkness is pushed back in our city, prosperity rises. As darkness is pushed back in our city, more people are are housed, more people are fed, more single moms have help. I'll tell you, prosperity rises when the people of God worship because as we sing and as we declare the goodness of God, something shifts in the spiritual atmosphere. And finally this morning, when we sing, we grow together. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, 
singing with thankfulness or grace. That word grace is charis. It speaks of the charismatic gifts of the Spirit, that beautiful flow, that overflow of that charismatic singing to the Lord. In your hearts, you sing. So this gives us a glimpse into these three expressions. And this is what we're going to do now as we worship the Lord with a new song and a posture of a child, a focus on Him. We're going to sing together in these ways, in psalms, in hymns, and in spiritual songs. This is what we're encouraged to do. We're admonished to admonish, to encourage, to strengthen each other. We grow together. We grow better together in worship as we together sing and worship God. Psalm speaks of singing the scripture. And so Michael's going to lead us in some songs now that are about singing the scripture, the very word of God. Hymns declare doctrine. And as we sing hymns to the Lord, we declare that this is God who you are. This is, this is who you are. You're a God. You're a mighty God. And we declare the doctrine of our faith. And as we sing spiritual songs, these songs are personal. They're all from the heart. They can all be personal, but there's something about singing spiritual songs where it's like, God, this is what I just feel about you right now. In this moment, this is what I'm saying to you. It's that heart of David. It's that heart that just says, God, I love you, and I want to know you so much more. And it flows in the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that we pray and we sing these songs in the Spirit. That means we can sing, sing with our own words and our own language. We can sing with, with we can have groans that come out uh, from our, our mouths and from our heart, from the depth of our heart. We just sing and we just call on God. We could sing in, in a spiritual language as the Lord would allow us, but we just express from the deepest place. And so Michael's going to lead us now uh, for the remainder of this time together this morning. We're just going to worship God. Let's sing a new song unto the Lord. I'm going to invite you to stand with me and let's pray together this morning. And let's just continue just to open up our hearts and lives before him. Father, I thank you that you're calling us to sing a new song to the Lord. I thank you, God, today that, Lord, you're calling us to be like children in your presence. We will play and the enemy will defeat it. We will rejoice. We will sing. We will declare and the darkness will be pushed back. We will declare the goodness of God in the land of the living. We will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. God, we will worship you. Oh God, we acknowledge that it's not about us, but it's about you. So draw us close to you, God, this morning. And Lord, give us a fresh song of the Lord this morning in our lives and as a church, God. Let us sing a new song unto the Lord. Let us sing a new song unto the Lord. Let us sing a new song unto the Lord. Go ahead this morning and just begin to pray. And just begin to call out on the name of Jesus this morning. Even if you don't know what else to say, just say Jesus. Just call on his name this morning. I worship you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Just let a new song just rise up in this place this morning.